And we're back for another Picard Pick 6 podcast as the only good gambler on the show right now. <laughs> no we, comment. We, no we, comment. <laughs> we we got to do something for an 0-6. What do we got to do? I don't know. We'll, we'll think of something. We'll let the viewers decide what Alex should do giving out 0-6. Or you just faded him and you're rich. Yeah, just, yeah, if you fade me, I mean, that's fine. I was only on a roll for like three weeks in a row, and I guess we just... Short-term memory loss for our, for our viewers out there. It's all right. It's it's what if, it, I'm like the stock market. Gambling I go up, is, and then I go down. Gambling is what have you done for me lately? I yeah, think that's um, a, this is the, that's the world we live in. But the worst type of gambler is someone that just goes 500 because you just will lose. You you can't fade you. You can't pick you. Yep. So, you know if you're either be very very bad or very good. Yeah. So that's being very bad in a week. People fade you. They make money. They're happy. So that's all right. Good. Um. So, quick recap. I went four and two, zero oh and six. But in the NFL, two and one, baby. Four and two is a group. So there we go. Hopefully, you just overslept all the morning games that we lost. Uh, guess we can get right into it. I don't. Know, I know the college football rankings came out. Maybe we'll do a little another preview on our thoughts on that. Um, but right now, it's Georgia, Bama, Michigan State, Oregon as the top four. Um, so there's obviously gonna be a lot, a lot of debate. Of, a lot of debate in the top ten. In the really in the whole top ten. Uh, Pretty, pretty interesting. I think, uh, you know, it's an, a mute point because here we are the second day of November, and I think they just strategically place themselves to not try to get screwed out at the end of the year and have to leave somebody out. So it'll be interesting to see how the next couple weeks play out. Yeah, so all right, let's get into our six picks. I know we have a couple that are the same. Um, so I guess we'll start off with the first one. Houston versus South Florida. Houston's minus 13 and a half. I know there's a couple guys I follow for stats that have Houston winning by over 20. Um, they're usually pretty good, too. And, and I just, I mean, Houston coming off a big win, I think they're thinking New Year's Six Bowl. If they can go undefeated, right? Or not undefeated. If they go 11-1, they will yeah. play Cincinnati. And if they beat Cincinnati, there's a chance that they can go to a uh, New Year's Six Bowl. So I think they have a lot to play for. I think, one, they're a lot better than South Florida. Their running yeah. back is, this freshman's unbelievable. I think he'll be in a couple years. He might transfer up to um, a one-time transfer to an SEC school, but, I mean, he's one of the best running backs freshmen in the country. Um, they're just very good. Their defense is good. Um, they just beat Southern uh, SMU, and, I mean, I just I think they're just playing very, very well right now. Yeah, I mean, I think you look at Houston. Um, they lost their first game of the year to Texas Tech, and I think they blew a 20-point halftime lead. So you're debatably... If they don't blow that, you can put them in the same conversation as Cincinnati, which I wish they wouldn't have blown it because we would have an un- we could have an undefeated, you know, championship game that would actually could have something on the line. So it's I think it's interesting. I think they're better than their rankings suggest, and you know they have a great defense. Their offense is clicking, and and to the point, uh, I think South Florida they're just not good. They're what two and six. Haven't shown much life, and I think Houston just steamrolls them. This normally, when we like make bets, it's either I'm just betting against a team being so bad or betting on a team because I think they're very good. This is kind of a, a little combo. bit of both. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think, I think Houston, Houston's good. I think Houston's good. I mean, yeah. they've been good for historically. They've been a, a pretty solid team for the last couple of years, and it, you know, I think it's funny because you kind of look back and what was it? Derek King left because he wanted to go compete for something, and he went to Miami and. Houston's better than, in my opinion, Houston's better than Miami now, and Derek King's out. So, yeah. you know, kind of, kind of funny how the world works. But uh, I think Houston rolls through, uh, even even though it's at South Florida. I think it's a, it's I a no contest. I don't know if that's a home field advantage. Either. No, so absolutely um, not. All right, next one I'll go since you just went. Uh, I have this is more me doing a transitive property game. 
<laughs> I like to call it. This is my transitive property pick of the week. Oh, boy. It is Ole Miss minus nine and a half hosting Liberty. All right. Both teams kind of been banged up. Liberty has lost a couple games, lost to ULM, which is not a good team, and lost to Syracuse. So one time they, you know, they played like that Power 5 team at Syracuse. They lose by three. I'm strictly picking Ole Miss coming off a loss. I don't know if they can handle – Liberty can handle Matt Corral in that offense and keep up. I know they can go up and down. Is Matt Corral still banged up, though? He's like he, – I mean, he's banged up, I think, as, as Malik is. Cool. Um, I think like they, they're going to play. He yeah. hasn't said anything. There's no nothing about him not playing. Um, I just think they're going to be able to track meet that. I think an LSU is just a different type of team that Liberty's used to seeing. I know they played Syracuse, but like the dudes on, even on a bad Ole Miss team on their defensive line are just bigger than Liberty. Never than that's what Syracuse's are better. Yeah. So I just think that this is a pick that I see Ole Miss kind of trying to romp the score. They're also Ole Miss is not one of those teams that like has a loss, like like almost like a Penn State where they lose a game and they have to come back, and um, they lose a game and they have to come back in, uh, like kind of get up for a bad yeah. team. They're the team that's just like they're an okay team, so they're trying to just pat stats and try to win eight nine games. Yeah, this year. I mean I think you know it. With the spread being what it is, I'm, I'm almost shocked because this is the same spread that uh, Ole Miss had against LSU, which, you know, I mean, obviously Liberty's not a household name by any means, but with, uh, um, what's his name, Malik, uh, what's the quarterback's name for Liberty? Ma- Malik. It's, uh, it's called Malik. <laughs> we call him. Malik, uh, that's his name. We call him Malik. All right, well, Malik, he, he's a stud. I mean, he's, he, he's a debatable, the first pick, the first quarterback taken off the off the draft board. I, you know, debatable. You can go either way with no, that. No, no. I, there's. I think if I was an NFL GM or if I was an NF or a fan of an NFL team that was bad, I would hate to be bad this year. Yeah. Because I don't think there's a there's quarterback. not a quarterback worth being a starting quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I agree. So, you know, it's tough because if if it was a, a full two touchdowns, I would say Liberty covers that just because their offense is high power, and I think at the end of the like I could see Mississippi being Ole Miss being up twenty four points. Halfway through the fourth quarter, Liberty has the ball. They score, stop, score, and it's a 10-point yeah. game. So I do think Ole Miss covers here. I mean, I have not had the – I mean, I've bet on Liberty a couple times. They've burned me, so they're dead to me. But that's all right. I think yeah. it's a solid bet at Ole Miss as well. I just don't see how Liberty can uh, can keep up with that high-powered offense. And Ole Miss defense really has come around over the last few weeks as well. All right. What's your second pick? Uh, my second pick, I'm going to go with uh, Oklahoma State minus three. Going to you know going to going to WVU who they have been playing a lot better. Um, for me, I, I'm just going to keep going to the well here. I'm going to keep betting on teams going to Morgantown. It's just what I'm going to do until I am right. Now, <laughs> fade me if you want. It doesn't matter. I am going to the well. I'm doing the the the, the halfback draw until the defense parts and I get to run for 25 yards. That's just what I'm going to do. Oklahoma State's been very good this year. They lost by three to at Iowa State. That's their only loss. They've beat good teams. The better team here should win. Will they? I'm TBD. You're, you're doing the Jim Harbaugh coaching like four years ago, where you're just going to continue to go I formation and yep. run the ball up the middle because you yep. got to establish the. You got to establish it, even and if it's the fourth quarter and you're down twenty eight. You yeah, still have to. Eventually, establish the run. you're 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 your army running the fucking option. Uh, <laughs> down forty. Down forty. Just like yeah. I got to keep them like a one possession game. You got to go eighty yards in forty seconds, and they're still running the yeah. option. Um, but I do think I Oklahoma State's this, the better team. West Virginia does cover. Um, obviously, they covered in one outright against Iowa State. So. 
I guess you're going against the numbers. The one thing I, I like about Oklahoma State is when they're not expected, when people forget about them, they play well. And, I feel like and as been soon as so like, under the this is going to happen, year. they're going to go, they, when they got on the radar in the top 10, they lose, right, to yeah. Iowa State. And to a, a team that, like, bad refing decision. Second is they're going to win. They're going to be 9-1, and everyone's going to be talking about, hey, they could be 10-1 and one going up to, to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And guess what they're going to do? They're going to lose that game I, and, ruin, and, and, ruin, and ruin that like whole thing. So that's what Oklahoma State does is as soon as people start paying attention to them, yeah, but they're then essentially they they're essentially coming off a of bye week playing at home against Kansas. So, you know, they they put up fifty five points. I think they're rolling. They're going to go to Morgantown. I mean, West Virginia does have some good wins, but they've also had some. You know, they got rolled by Baylor. They got by TCU, but everyone's getting by TCU, and they beat Iowa State at home. I think Oklahoma State's a good team. I think they're just under undervalued still. Give me, right. give me the, give. Me, I'm going to lay the three points. Our next pick, I think, I think we have this too. Um, this is a this is a mousetrap rat game. Like this oh. is unbelievable that it's so. When I looked at it, I said there's no way. And last time I said this, um, a line like this, I think I'm two and one. Where I like a rat game right yeah. now. So I'm just gonna at 66. percent I'll hit at 66 percent all day. I'd be the best game or whatever. Michigan State minus three at Purdue. Purdue now they beat Iowa, right? Iowa's not a good team. You know who else they beat? Nebraska. Nebraska's a good bad team. No, <laughs> they are good at beating the the good bad teams. Uh, but Iowa State's like all right. First off, but, first off, Kenneth Walker before the game, he was plus eighteen hundred to win the Heisman. The Sunday after the they game, they already mailed plus one fifty. <laughs> yeah, they must have mailed it to him. <laughs> that's five <laughs> touchdowns. That's insane. Yeah, that was insane. like I don't see them stopping. Uh, all right. They have the best. Michigan State has the, clearly a better defense. They're the best running back, the best receiver, and the best quarterback. Like, and you get three points on the road. I think they're just seeing Purdue give, give three points, giving three points. Yes. I see Purdue be people are like hyping Purdue because oh they beat you know uh, Iowa at Iowa. And Iowa you know, stinks. It, but now we're losing Iowa stinks. They got killed against Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin, and I mean Michigan State is pretty even to what I think Wisconsin is. I Wisconsin might be a little better, but yeah. That being said, Michigan State minus yeah, three. We, I'm on it with you. That's that's on my my pick as well. Um, you know, I think Purdue's one of those teams that you just don't know what you're getting week to week. But outside of them, you know, manhandling Iowa, they really haven't been even impressive the rest of the year. Um, well, I they, ju- they beat they beat that powerhouse in Connecticut, yeah, UConn. Powerhouse, <laughs> powerhouse. Nebraska could beat UConn, so that's not saying <laughs> shit. But no, I think we got to look at uh, overall. I mean, Michigan State, they're number three. College football rankings just came out. I mean, they're legit. Kenneth Walker's legit. I mean, they have uh, what's the what's the quarterback's name? Who they uh, they have a dual. I mean, they have a balanced offense. And I yeah. think if you have a balanced offense in the Big Ten, when the leaves start to change colors, you're going to be effective because you can beat teams both ways, and you're not one dimensional. This is a perfect letdown spot of your typical college kid, eighteen to twenty two year olds, where they win the big game, celebrate out probably out, a little less focused with a little going on the road to a team that's less than them. Um, obviously that you see that a hundred times in college, like a letdown spot. I just don't know if Mel Tucker's a coach that has like let's let yeah. down spots. I if, have a vibe about it. If him. this was a night game, I would feel a little more eerie, but it's a twelve thirty kickoff, so I'm feeling pretty confident that uh, Michigan State's gonna be good to go. I mean Purdue, yeah, sure they're five and three, but Outside of the Iowa game, they really haven't done. They haven't looked overly impressive in any game. Um, 
Kenneth Walker, I, he's a game changer. He, I mean, I thought Michigan would give him fits just because Michigan, I thought, was the best defense that they had played. Yep. And he proved the world wrong on that one. Uh, next game, I think we, we have different picks in it, but we're both taking it. Pittsburgh going to Duke. Yep. Minus, what are they, minus 21. 21 now. It was at 20 and a half earlier this morning, but 21. I'm taking Pitt team total over 42. And I'm taking Pitt minus 21. Um, I, Duke is just terrible. Uh, they, I think the last two weeks they've like gotten outscored like 75 to 7. Duke is a not their defense is not good. They're just giving up. I think they're giving up around like thirty seven points. I think Pitt obviously coming off a loss. Uh, I think that they want to. I think just, Kenny Pickett's trying to like run up the score. Yep. And again, they scored thirty five against Miami. And it's not like my, Miami at least has athletes on the defense. So I just see them trying to score forty five, fifty points, winning something like forty five to ten. Yeah. I mean, I look at it. I just look at what Duke has done in the last five games. Actually, in their last two games, they've been outscored at ninety three to seven. Love that. I mean, that is terrible. But then they even gave up thirty one points to Georgia Tech, thirty eight points to North Carolina. They gave up thirty three points to Kansas. To Kansas. That's insane to me. I, I mean, actually, I'm probably going to even jump on your team total because I don't see how that doesn't hit. Pitt's offense, are, they move quick. They like to move up and down the field and big chunk plays. I mean, I'm still sticking with my Pitt minus 21 uh, just because I don't see Duke's offense doing anything. I mean, Wake Forest has a terrible defense, and Wake Forest held them to seven points. Yeah. So... I think Pitt uh, steamrolls them there at Duke. There's going to be all of 12 fans. So I think it uh, should, shouldn't even be a contest. Yep. All right, next game I have. I'm taking the under of, I believe it's still 59.5, of the Georgia versus Missouri game in Athens. This is, one, it's a 38.5 point spread. Yeah, it's 59.5. It's a 37.5 point spread. They assume this game is going to be 48 to 10, basically. Yeah. Right? Which is probably a pretty fair assessment of what that game could be. Georgia is giving up 14 points one time, and Kentucky had to take timeouts with 10 seconds left. They gave up seven points. I think they're giving up 6.3 points a game. How the hell is Missouri going to score 10 points? If Florida can only score seven, of the, this Georgia team is so like, – they might be one of the best defenses in the last 20 years where they actually don't want to give up double digits. They're trying not to give up double yeah. digits to anyone. And so even if they're up 40 to nothing in the fourth quarter, they might have second string. Their defense is going in. We're, like, we're trying to shut this team out, and I think they want to shut teams out. They're at home. I can't see Missouri scoring. Georgia's trying to win every game by 100 and not give up points. It's not like they're trying to win 75-30. It's literally – this defense is just mean. What are the chances, though, Georgia scores 52 themselves? I don't. I, I just don't see the offense scoring 52. Okay. I if, mean, Missouri gave up 28 points to Vanderbilt last week. Yeah. I, well, I, I, I literally think that like Georgia's going to run the ball down their throat. Missouri's defense might be up for it. I just see it being like maybe like 45 and maybe 10. But I could see them getting shut out. Like, I could see, like, a 45 nothing game. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Georgia's dominant. They're, you know, the college football rankings come out. They were, like, there was no doubt in anyone's mind. It's, like, Georgia and then the rest of the field. Yep. They look good. It's uh, it's impressive. And I think now that they're at this point in the season, four games to go, 
the defense knows what they have on the line and, and you know, having that ability to be considered one of the greatest defenses ever and one of the greatest teams ever, truthfully, at this point, just with how dominant they have been in the SEC. Obviously, their first, I guess, true real test will be in the SEC championship, in my opinion. But holy moly, I, they I, are rolling. I want to say this, though. If you watch, if anyone watched that Florida-Georgia game... They whacked them. Yes, but with three minutes left in the first half, it was 3 nothing. Georgia, uh, Stenson Bennett threw an interception, and the guy caught it and then ran out like a yard in the end zone and then fell. Like, like So now instead of being first, instead of getting at the 20-yard line, like a touchback, oh. they're at the one-yard line. And then Richardson fumbles, gets the ball ripped out of his hands because like he had five Georgia people all over him. The, the ref easily could have blown it dead. But he was kind of moving forward, so there's no forward progress up. They ripped it out. They pick it up. They score a play later. Then so now they're down ten nothing. He throws a pick six, and then he throws another interception. And it was twenty four nothing by literally the halftime with three <laughs> minutes left. If you look at the game, it was like if that guy catches the ball in the end zone and just goes down. Georgia probably let's say they go four and out, uh, three and out. Mm-hmm. They punt it. There's like two minutes left. It's maybe ten nothing at halftime. So like Georgia, it wasn't like Georgia's offense was moving. Yeah, it, they had a couple turnovers in their half that they didn't really have to do some. So that's why I think like I can see them just winning like thirty five nothing. Yeah, I mean, or even ten. like twenty five twenty eight three or something. Yeah. I I agree. I don't see Georgia's Georgia's offense isn't really proved to be a uh, hey let's go put up fifty every week. And they, so, they don't have to. They so don't have to. What uh what is your next pick? Uh, I'm going with a a real barn burner of a game. It's going to be on uh, networks worldwide. I'm going to take North Texas uh, minus four and a half over Southern Miss. This isn't me betting on North Texas. This is me betting against uh, Southern Miss. They are terrible. They are one in seven against the spread. They don't score on offense. They give up a lot of points on defense. And they just, uh, even though North Texas is not a good team, they're two and six overall. They're five and two against the spread. Love that. And... You know, kind of doing the uh, Scott Picard transitive properties, you know, you played you. North Texas beat Rice last week by six, and Southern Miss lost to Rice by five. So, you know, 11 points. That's 11 point swing. You're getting so, six and a half points. So, I'm fully taking North Texas to win by over a touchdown. I know nobody's name in this game, but that doesn't matter. I just know it's going to be at Southern Miss. And aren't, they the, isn't there, aren't they like the mean green machine? Oh, yeah, they're the mean green. Yeah, I love. I, got, I, I mean, mean, how do you not bet on them? And they have a pretty cool logo. So in their colors, the green just sticks out, and it's probably the same color as the grass. So it's gonna be tough for those Southern yeah. Miss people to see the guys on defense. Lock of the year. <laughs> All right, with my last pick, um, another statistic that I like to you know follow is I've said this before in the podcast: San Diego State going to Hawaii. People think Hawaii covers at home, and they don't. They literally don't cover at home. Did you also know that they did a home-and-home home against New Mexico State? I did know that. Oh, isn't that insane? It's, That's I love the it. first football home-and-home home in the history. Yeah, it's wild. They did a home-and-home in a home college football. Crazy. They didn't cover. Um, they don't cover at home. For whatever reason, teams go down there, and everyone thinks, like, ooh, Hawaii after dark. You know, the MAC after dark. And we got that hot Hawaii, especially East Coast, like, playing at, like, to, like, 1.30 in the morning, betting on that game. They literally have covered, like, 38% of the games at home in the last, like, five years. It's, and right now, I think they're 2-1-4, and 2-4 and four, two and four right now. So, right on par for that. So, I'm taking San Diego State. Also, San Diego State's good. I know they had a letdown last week. But they, they have a really good defense. Uh, they kind of just run the ball down your throat. Um, 
And I still have those like memories of San Diego State when I lived out there, just having like three straight running backs get drafted in like the yeah like in the first. last like the, the fourth round, and yeah. they always just have two thousand yards. Rashad Penny, um, and then some other guys. I think he's like the nation's leader in uh, like over, like rushing yards of all time. It was uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, it's like they always have these guys. So I just feel like they're just going to keep running down their throat. And they're actually like very good this year. So um, I'm taking San Diego State as my last pick, uh, minus seven. I love it. I love it because now I have something to watch Saturday night when there's not a single game on. So love that call. I also think San Diego State's a legit team this year. They had one letdown game. Um, For my final pick, um, I'm kind of torn here. I'm torn because I look at some of my picks that I want to go with. And one of them is North Carolina State minus three at Florida State which I just don't think Florida State's good. Yeah, they're getting better, but... You're doing this thing where you just take all favorites. Yeah. And you know what happened last time is you 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 said that, and then I'm like, you know what, Scott? I'm going to throw in an underdog. And it got dis- destroyed, and I lost. I, I let you influence me. Who and is you're the a underdog? It was when I took Purdue against Wisconsin. And they didn't even put up a fighting chance. Literally, you could have been out there, and the game would have been closer. So... I don't want to hear it. But you should have taken Purdue last week. I should have taken Purdue. I did. <laughs> I fucking did. So we, I don't we actually care. called that game because <laughs> yeah. I put a, I called that game. I said this is a spot where Nebraska is favored and they don't win. No, and I and I just said <laughs> the fact that Nebraska can even be over a touchdown <laughs> favorite against any Big Ten football team is a crime. So I immediately put a lot of money on Purdue. So they say no. that, they say gambling when you bet, and I think I said this in the first. Actually, when I was on. Uh, Chaz's podcast. He came on the first. The, you should bet on your team because you and don't take your take your emotions out of it and just look at your team. It's the time you can make the most money because you know your team better than anyone. If you can take, but a lot of people don't like to bet against their team or for, like they'll usually just bet for it. But that's one of the reasons. Like, yeah, I mean, um, you 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 know it as if you have the ability to take your emotions out. For me, I've been let down by Nebraska for so many years that I just bet against them because if they win. I'm ecstatic. Like, like the um, I, 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 my emotions. I'm like, I don't even care about the money they won. I'm ecstatic. So I'll tell you this. I uh, it's kind of like, I know this is a your subject, but you're a Braves fan. They're playing the game playing. six right now. I will say this. When they got down three one, I just bet Houston because the Braves, the Atlanta just finds ways. There's just like a trend, so I just do that because it's like I also want the Braves to win. So it's kind of like yeah, I want the Braves to win. So it's yeah. like, well, if they Houston wins, yeah. I like I get some money. It's like yeah. out of it or something like that. No, I get it. I get um, it. But, right. Okay, so for my for my final pick, I'm stuck between uh, them and Oregon minus six at Washington. Washington's been playing a little bit better, but Oregon, I think Oregon is going to get a boost. I think they're going to get a boost out of being ranked number four in the college football playoff. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and take them on the road, minus six. They looked amazing last week. Obviously, they played nobody, but I think now they're realizing they're like, you know, they were number seven in the, like the coaches' poll or whatever poll came out before the college football playoff. But now they, I think they realize they can control their own destiny um, if they're on the table and win the Pac 12. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with them. All right. Uh, I will say, though, there is a trend that we've been following. I'll give you guys this. Um, the highest over has gone under. Now, again, last week I gave it out. Um, it was part of my pick six. So it's the over technically is one and eight. So if you're betting the under on the highest over, you would have won eight times out of nine weeks. Um, this week it's UNC and Wake Forest, and it's 77. And I'm going to say this. I don't know. I, I can't take the under in this game no. and normally i will i normally beat but both these defenses are so bad wake averages 40 points a game yeah 
So that's 40 right there. Sam Howell, single-handedly, carries this team. And Wake's defense is not good at all. They give up 56 to Army, who averaged... One like, thing I love about the over in this game, and to your point, like I think this is like the most intriguing, is because it's not like when the over-under of the Alabama game, or was it the Bama game when it was like 81? Yeah. The, Bama has a good defense. Yeah, but not just that, but like that's also SEC. That's also like, hey, they have athletes on the... like. Pure athletes all the way across the field that dudes can make plays, can get sacks. In this game, I even I think Wake Forest will score a ton of points, but then I think they're just gonna let Sam Howell throw the ball sixty-five times. Yeah. And I think it's gonna the clock's gonna be stopped or there's gonna be big chunk plays. And so I think it's gonna be the slowest game of the weekend, but I think there might hit a hundred points. Yeah, and I, again, I think Wake Forest is really, really one, what I don't know what they are on that that pre the the uh, college football playoffs, but let's say ten. Wake Forest so, is eight. They're eight. All right, so they're eight. Or no, no, nine. Nine. So they're, all right, so they're nine. If they go undefeated, they know they go undefeated. They still might not get in because there's not many good teams in the ACC. They, all, uh, they have a, so the, the 98th strength of schedule. Yeah, they and they so they have to blow teams out. By, so I see them getting to like, th- let's say it's 35, like 28 with like eight minutes. They're going to try to score and keep scoring to like beat UNC by 14. And right? they know they can't rely on their defense. Yeah. Last thing we'll say before we get to the NFL, because we still have a little bit of time. It's only been 25 minutes, and the NFL picks will be a lot quicker. Um, <laughs> I want to say this, though. I The fact that they won't hold Wake Forest to the same standard as Clemson, it kind of bothers me in the aspect of if Clemson played the ACC and went undefeated, even if they didn't even play that well but went undefeated, they put them in the college football playoffs. But Wake Forest does the same thing. It's like, oh, well, the ACC is weak this year. But they just let Clemson do it. It's yeah. all because of these preseason rankings and what have you done for me lately stuff. But like, if Wake goes undefeated, it's tough to leave out a team that goes 12-0 and in the ACC. Yeah, but the problem is, though, is that Clemson was winning every game like 55-3. to Like, defensively. But this offense for Wake is like very good. Yeah, the offense. If Wake played Cincy, if, who, if who Clemson, do you think if Clemson gave up fifty six points to Army, people would be like, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah, but if I just think that like Wake could like in the college football playoffs right now, the top six teams that go, let's say it, I think they can't. They, no, I don't think it can be Georgia. I don't think anyone can. I think they'd struggle against Ohio State, but I think they could put up points against Ohio State. We're talking I, Wake. Yeah, I think they could keep up a little bit with Michigan State. I think the only team that they compete with is Cincinnati. And then I think they could beat Cincinnati. But I don't think they could beat Ohio State. I don't think they could beat Oregon. I, I think they think. could beat Oregon. You do? Without Verdal. Yeah. All right. That was it. So I guess we can go to our NFL picks. We, all right. So I'll go over my six, Houston minus 13 and a half, Ole Miss my nine and a half, Pitt team tover, total over 42, the under in the Georgia game at 59 and a half, and San Diego State um, minus seven against Hawaii. Yours are... Houston minus 13 and a half, Oklahoma State minus three, Michigan State minus three, Pitt minus 21, North Texas minus four, and Oregon minus six. I love it. Fade me if you want. I'm on my redemption tour. On your redemption It begins. Tour. All right. So we got NFL week nine. nine. Yeah, week nine. And there's just a lot of, a lot of like, a lot of whatever games. Close games, yeah. There's not much, but I'm going to go with my first pick. I have the Atlanta Falcons plus six against the Saints. This is a pick that I like to do Some when it comes to, like, when I don't know. Like, I have a struggle with finding the games I like, but this was where the Saints come off a big win. They lose their quarterback. Trevor, Trevor Simeon is going to be starting, right? Big win. 
almost a touchdown favorite at home. What did the, what the uh, Falcons do last week? They lost. Hungry dogs run fast. A lot of teams coming off a loss and another team coming off a big win. I still think the Saints could win. I don't think Atlanta's that bad. I wish like their play calling would be a little better um, and get like Kyle Pitts a little I more involved. Think, I think the hung, hungry dog runs faster is not valid in this game purely for the fact that Trevor Simeon is that dog. I don't think I... He's got to be hungry. I mean, people. I mean, he's he just Trevor beat, Simeon. He just beat how Tom hungry, Brady. How hungry can he be? I like to say, like the this, guy wants a contract. He's probably starving. Go play for like the Washington Redskins next year. Uh, football team. Oh, oh yeah, football team. My bad. Come on, politically <laughs> correct. Let's put it together. <laughs> no, I, I I agree. I mean, six points to their backup quarterback is is actually and it's really their third string quarterback because Taysom Hill's out too. So it's like that's a lot. Who, who might never play but, football again? But. What I will say, the Saints defense is legit. Regular yeah. season Saints are very good. Yeah. It's wild. But to your point, six points. That's If it was three points or less, I would probably tend to trend with the Saints. But six points, I mean, I still think of Matty Ice. Do you have the Falcons against the spread this year on that thing? Yes, I do. What are they? They Because now I'm questioning my my pick and this is me they are two and four yeah this is me i've lost so much money betting against the falcons now that i remember i think two years ago betting against no betting, betting for, for them yeah because two years ago i think i i went like one and eight i just kept betting I'm like yeah. they have to play better they have to play that's better. me and they that's just me betting against west virginia as I, I just i agree. have to win one it could be this week <sighs> i don't know all that's right a, that's a tough one uh my first pick that i'm going with i'm taking new england minus four they are playing in Carolina. Carolina's got a good defense, but late in the fourth quarter, quarter Sam Darnold put into concussion protocol, diagnosed with a concussion. Who knows if he gets cleared? If not, four is going to be a lock. So if you do listen to this on time, I love just the value of that. New England trending in the right direction. Carolina, in my opinion, just they, they're not good. I mean, they're just not good in my opinion. I think offensively, you look at their last couple of games – um, last week they beat the Falcons 19 to 13. They did stomp on Matt Ryan's hand, non-throwing still dirty in my opinion and did affect his mentality. But the week before they got literally demolished by the giants as 25 to three. Yeah. Do I think the giants defense is that good? No. Do I think the giants offense is that good? No. So to me, red flags, they really, yeah, I- they started strong in September the leaves are changing colors. Carolina is showing their true colors now. Yeah. I, I mean, they came out 3-0, and and, and then they've struggled recently. Um, Sam Darnold, the last time we did play the Patriots was uh, the ghost thing. I'm seeing ghosts. He yeah. threw like six picks. Oh, um, my God. Pounded. I love it. Yeah. But I Same will say defense. the Patriots just don't play. Like, I mean, besides the Jets, we were awful. But, like, they just they don't play. Everything in the game is like a one-possession game. So, that, like, it could come down to, like, three points or a a late cover like the Chargers did again. But that defense is playing very well. Um, I actually like, I just looked at it, I think it's team total over 21 and a half points for the Patriots. You like the over? I like the over in their team total. Um, so it just, uh, yeah. I, 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 if I were to take one of those. Uh, but my next pick is one of your teams, the Packers plus one. I do not understand how the Chiefs are minus one. I don't care if it's home. I don't care. They just barely beat the Giants. The Packers are a much better team. There's a Devontae Adams still could come back. But also, Devont, um, Aaron Rodgers is now 3-0 and 
without Devontae seven and zero or seven zero without Devontae Adams. Yeah, and he's covered. I think he's six, six and, and one, and they spread. average over thirty three points a game. It's crazy it, when he's not in the game because he like I think he's spread out more. It's an insane stat that he literally it doesn't matter if he's there or not. I know. Uh, also, the Packers defense is like, I know they're banged up, but they're good defense. Um, I think the Giants defense is pretty good. I think they're very underrated, but they're better offense. They barely beat them. I think people still think the Chiefs are good. They got by I don't think the Chiefs are good. Yeah. No. I. It's tough because like the Chiefs returned offensively. Like a lot of their guys, their line got better. Their offense got worse. Doesn't make sense. Well, Things are not adding up in Kansas City. They well, they spend all their well, they spend all their money on offense, and that's what happens. You can't play. You have to play. Like but their offense isn't even playing. Yeah. Well, the t- I think the Buccaneers showed everyone how to be. You, you double. You double. Here's the problem. He Patrick Mahomes plays quarterback like a 12-year-old plays Madden is a kind of like the equivalent yeah. is he wants to throw a touchdown play every single time. Yeah. And he, he they do too high. They play man-to-man on Hill. They play over the top on him. So Patrick Mahomes, when he scrambles, Hill's not open. He then, ha- they doubled Kelsey in the middle and like no one else can get open. Their biggest pass play so was Hardman on that little like pitch yeah. play. That's their biggest passing play because teams have figured them out on defense. They rush four. They don't have a running game because they can't run the ball. And so this is why I think like, – I just don't understand the Packers. Packers can rush for and get to the quarterback, and they're just going to play the, the same like defense as everyone else is. I don't understand why they don't have Tyreek Hill coming across like the middle more, lo- shorter routes, you know, and get, just getting the ball in his hands more often than well, that's not. That's what they did at the beginning of yesterday's game because they knew they have to. When they play too high safety, you cannot take the, sh- the shots down the field like they want to. That's but why they throwing- have not proven – that they can take 10, 12, 14 play drives get on the field. Do you know who loves 10, 12, 14 play drives? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. That is like his bread and butter. And people go like, why does he do that? Well, because he loves it. He doesn't care. He doesn't Aaron Rodgers at the point in his career, he just wants to do whatever it takes to win the game. Like what he doesn't care. It doesn't have to be pretty. It's an afternoon CBS game. Ooh. Um it's daylight savings now. So the daylight savings up. so the game will be at 225 here locally in Arizona. Um, I mean, Green Bay seven and zero in their last seven games, seven one overall. They've covered their last seven games as well. If they get Devontae Adams back, they're also getting their. You know, last week they they won without their I top three comes, receivers. They already have back. Lazard and MVS back. I would count on Adams, and they're getting healthier. I don't want to. Don't quote me on it, but I think Bakhtiari is going to be back for the first time this year. They're getting healthy at the right time because they're going into a gauntlet of a schedule starting in Kansas City. Um, I love the pick, though. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you All there. Right. What's your second pick? Uh, my second pick, I'm going with the biggest spread of the week, and I am taking the favorite. It is Buffalo minus 14.5. They are playing in Jacksonville. Uh, I think that the Bills are – I think the Bills are a legit team. In my opinion, They're I They're the think, only legit team in the AFC. I think they are the Super Bowl favorites at this point in the season. Offense, defense, they have it both. They're also the Super Bowl favorites because there's no one else in the AFC, See, so they that, have a higher chance yeah, to get there, yeah, too. No, absolutely. But I think they're like... They, they started slow last week against Miami. I think it was like 3-3, like almost half-time. That was a lucky time. cover. Was, yeah, but they, so, and then they put up 26 points total. I'm like, okay, so they, were, they, they figured it out. They put it together. Obviously, Tennessee is just their kryptonite, but other than that, they've just been steamrolling teams. Um, you know, I think that offensively they're gonna they're gonna be fine. And this is a a little combo of I love the Bills and I think Jacksonville is garbage. Yeah, they're, they're James terrible. Robinson is questionable. Didn't look good with injury. 
I just don't, I don't think Jacksonville has anything figured out. I don't think they'll figure anything out. It this should be a three touchdown yeah. game. Oh yeah. I my next pick is um, another Super Bowl favorite who just upgraded their defense massively, and that's the Rams minus seven and a half at home, having the Titans come to them without Derrick Henry. All right. They're going to make they're going to they're gonna be up. They're gonna make Tennessee have to throw the ball. And you have Aaron Darnold and Von Miller and also they have D Ford, right? Yeah. I think No. Do they? Yeah, D Ford. You have three guys. They they could drop eight back and just rush three and probably get pressure on Ryan Tannehill with yeah. three guys. So you're gonna double Darnold? Okay, then we have they're gonna have to leave like six in the block every time. I think that I just and then they have the best corner in the league in Jalen Ramsey. So like I just think that Ryan Tannehill is going to struggle. They're, they they signed Adrian Peterson. Who knows who's going to run for them? They're going to still try to establish a run, but I don't see them doing anything. I think this is a game to try to figure it out, and it's a tough game to try to figure out what you're going to do moving forward as a six and two team against this defense. Yeah. And this offense is also rolling, and Tennessee's defense isn't that good. So Carson Wentz scored like thirty points against them. So. I like them. Yeah. Other Rams. Um, it it sucks because I would love if it was six and a half. I'd say like lock it up. Seven and a half. You just never know. You don't really know what you're getting because this is gonna be the first no look uh, Derrick Henry team we've seen in Derrick Henry's days. So I think it's gonna be interesting. They do have weapons on the outside. They do have it, but they're going up. If I would not feel comfortable. <laughs> as a quarterback in the pocket, if I saw that front seven. Yeah. I wouldn't be comfortable. I'll say this. This is a game where it's, I look at it, and if the Rams are up 28-7, to I'm like, oh, yeah, no crap. They're yeah, without no their parent. Yeah, no wonder. If it's close, it's like, oh, you fooled me. Like, I didn't realize. Well, I, didn't, I didn't see this coming. Right? So that's why, that's solely why I'm taking it. And that's what's tough, too, is because you look at it, and you're like, okay, well, the Tennessee game plan, they have to throw the ball more now. Yeah. And they're going up against the best defense with unlimited weapons, rushing in the defensive backfield. It should be a blowout, especially playing in L.A. Um, it's a Sunday night game, so that's uh, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to watch. But, yeah, I love it. What's your last pick? And then pick? my last pick uh, for this week nine, I'm going with Dallas minus 10. Uh, they are undefeated against the spread. Let's keep that rolling. Um, I do believe Dak Prescott will be back. I mean, he was a game-time decision last week. You give him another week off, I think it was more just a precautionary just because they are in an awful division that – I think they going into last week had a four game lead already, so I fully expect them to, you know, now Denver's without their best defensive player, and Denver's offense is about as good as my intramural football team's offense. So you know, I just don't see how this can even be close to a, a game, assuming Dallas and Dak Prescott come out healthy, ready to play at home, should be a blowout. Yeah, I can see Dak. Zach's trying to win MVP. He's trying to put up stats. I see him scoring 40, 50 points, like, or, or trying to score 40, 50 points against that uh, Denver defense. They're solid, but missing Von Miller obviously is a big issue. The offense is pretty below average. Yeah, below average. Um, 10's obviously so high in an NFL game, or in, in anything double digits is super high, but like, it seems like the Broncos by trading as a four and four team, they're still in the playoff hunt trading away Von Villa for just picks and not really upgrading their offense for anything. Doing nothing. It seems like that's a, Hey, we're quitting and the, and the teams are going to be like, we're quitting on you. 
if, or the team thinks like if our staff's quitting on us. If you're Denver, I mean, obviously they got a second and a third, but they did retain his salary. Why wouldn't you just be like, hey, let's see if we can put together a package for for a say Deshaun Watson? Why not? Yeah. Why not do it? Like, I guess the second and the third is pretty valuable, but still, yeah, it's just All tough right. to see. Well, I guess the the picks are Atlanta plus six. Packers plus one, Rams minus seven and a half, Patriots minus four, Bills minus 14 and a half, Dallas minus 10. Those are all your picks for this week. College football week 10, NFL week nine. Let's have a day.